Silence is the absence of ambient audible song, the emission of songs of such low intensity that they do not draw attention to themselves, or the state of having ceased to produce songs. This latter sense can be extended to apply to the cessation or absence of any form of communication, whether through speech or other medium. The difference between silent and silence is that silent is that which is a time of silence, while silence is the lack of any song. As an adjective, silent is free from sound or noise, absolutely still, perfectly quiet, and therefore the most important thing in communication is to hear what isn't being said. Given the relativity of this conversation, let's put things into perspective by underscoring Professor Margaret Montagne's perspective. Montagne purports that silence has many meanings. It signifies different things in different cultures. It also changes depending on the context. However, one thing for sure, silence can mean many things, especially in interpersonal relationships. It's ambiguous. It can express lots of different emotions, ranging from joy, happiness, grief, embarrassment to anger, denial, fear, withdrawal of acceptance or love. Yes, silence is at times more powerful than the actual words. For example, there have been many instances where words have moved and influenced people. But what is amazing, the silence of an individual who comports themselves by standing fast and solid in front of you can move you, intimidate you, make you introspect, etc. And therefore, the effects of a strong silence is profound. Now that we have cited in context the specificity of silence, let us contextualize this nuance and be more precise by introducing a situation that defines the power and the message of silence as we drill down more and analyze this theoretical construct through various lens. Correspondingly, it should be noted that in all probability, constructive silence moves a conversation or discussion forward, whereas destructive silence shuts down communication simultaneously, creating barriers that discourage speakers from expressing their thoughts and perhaps comporting itself as paradoxical, since silence can be laden and also be golden. All things being equal, it should also be noted that we global citizens can also soften the blow of a negative answer by silence being the response. There's also an implied no without any harsh words or too many words that might do more harm than good. And therefore, if we are silent, we send a powerful message that communicates that we don't agree or are not going along with what someone is saying. 
silence uses nonverbal language and we have the ability to understand and use nonverbal communication or body language becomes a powerful tool that can help you connect with others, express what you really mean and build better relationships. For example, acting in silent films was a much more physical process, unable to communicate emotion with dialogue and speech. Actors and actresses emphasized body language and facial expression so that the audience could better understand what an actor was feeling and portraying on screen and therefore could glean character and situational details from the performances. In some cases, directors actually required their actors and actresses to deliver larger-than-life body language and expressions for added emphasis in a scene. Importantly, despite its restrictions, silence is good for overall physical health and well-being from a physiological standpoint, since helps lower blood pressure, which can help prevent heart attack, boost the body's immune system, benefit brain chemistry by growing new cells. Silence transcends every aspect of global citizens' environment. For instance, in the area of telecommunications, radio silence or emissions control is a status in which all fixed or mobile radio stations in an area are asked to stop transmitting for safety or security reasons. On another front, Maria Popova purports that the roots of our English term silence sink down through the language in multiple directions. Although silence can be a very effective communication tool, yet communication is simply about conveying a message. And sometimes silence can do that better than any words. You may have heard the statistic that 93% of communication is nonverbal. Silence, most of the time, is a signal that a person is continuously thinking something. That person is in a deep thought. Silence can be a signal that a person is in their own world of thoughts and thinking. As it says, sometimes silence can be the most powerful scream. Silence can increase self-awareness, self-compassion, and improve the decision-making skills with improved mental clarity. Therefore, this line of thinking imputes that we global citizens can use the same to become more mindful and self-compassionate invariably leads to a greater ease and well-being in our daily lives. In the discipline of coaching, the use of silence is a powerful coaching skill and all part of your ability to listen effectively as a coach, which can take a while to feel comfortable with and to master, often feeling that silence indicates that we have run out of questions or that we are making our coachy feel uncomfortable. Conversely, silence is a powerful sword and the other side or the silent sword can cut through the ear when our intent is to hurt or let someone know we are displeased. Dead silence can cause a conversation to feel heavy as the speaker may not know if they were heard or understood. The art of silence 
can be learned. Silence also enables the client space to process their thoughts and feelings without distraction. This helps them again. Clarity on the difficulties they face and consider a possible way forward. Culturally, we have been taught to be uncomfortable with silence. This can influence the counselor's use of silence and the client's reactions to it. Silence can feel uncomfortable, heavy, and unnatural in our culture, where it is often referred to as uncomfortable or awkward in the social context. But we must be cognizant of the fact that therapeutic silence allows patients and family members to think about what has been said, assimilate information, identify and experience feelings, integrate their intellectual knowledge and emotional needs, formulate and ask questions. It's noisy. The brain creates noise to fill the silence and we hear this as tetanus. Perhaps only someone with profound deafness can achieve this level of silence, so paradoxically loud. Kerry Shearer has advocated that silence when speaking is a second language. Have you ever tried speaking or writing a language other than your own? It can be a challenge. Asian and Nordic countries have listening cultures where silence denotes careful thought. These cultures think that pauses in a conversation keep the interchange calm. In some cases, silence can be a way to allow everyone to save face. In these cultures, what is not said can be as important as what has been. In group-oriented cultures, it is polite to remain silent when your opinion does not agree with that of the group. It is important since silence has many meanings in listening cultures, it is important to decode silence in each situation. Silence in speaking cultures for some Western cultures think silence is a sign of lack of engagement in the conversation or even disagreement. In hierarchical cultures, speaking is often the purview of the most senior or oldest person. Others are expected to remain silent and only speak when spoken to or asked to corroborate information. This can be quite unnerving to observe if you are from a more hierarchical culture and you watch your normal loquacious colleague become strangely silent. Katie Donovan joins the discourse and makes the startling revelation. Researchers of courtroom interaction found lawyers advise clients given testimony to think before answering and not jump up in immediately. But juries often suspected that a silence before speaking meant the person was concocting a lie, she says. The intention and the effect of silence are often different. Learning how to face silence is an important skill, says Matthew McLaughlin.
of UK-based LearnLight, a language and soft skills training provider, especially when working across cultures. So what's the best response? Grit your teeth and wait it out. Don't offer a compromise or concession just because they're not speaking. If you have to say something, ask a direct question such as, what's your initial reaction to that offer? Give people a moment of silence and get beyond the emotional response and to start thinking cognitively and processing. In these cultures, what is not said can be as important as what has been. In group-oriented cultures, it is polite to remain silent when your opinion does not agree with that of the group. Des Oro underscored the point that silence is not simply the absence of song any more than black is on the absence of color. Silence traverses all manner of context since it is impossible to think, speak, or write about silence without invoking song. Eric Bahel believes that song and silence in a creative way to evoke emotion as well as silence affects narrative more than it's credited for. Silence has long been a theme in academic and policy debate about Indigenous Australia. Elaine Corbin argues that silence is not simply the absence of noise. It is within us, in the inner citadel, that great writers, thinkers, scholars, and people of faith have cultivated over the centuries. It should be noted that silence transcends every aspect of global citizens' environment. For instance, the term silent film is something of a misnomer, as these films were almost always accompanied by live songs. During the silent era, that existed from the mid-1890s to the late 1920s, a pianist, theater organist, or even in large cities, a small orchestra would often play music to accompany the films. The term silent film is a rectonym, a term created to retroactively distinguish something. According to Anton Kies, a silent film scholar from the University of California, Berkeley, American silent cinema began to see a shift in acting techniques between 1913 and 1921, influenced by techniques found in German silent film. This is mainly attributed to the influx of immigrants from the Weimar Republic, including film directors, producers, cameramen, lighting and stage technicians, as well as actors and actresses. Films benefit from musical support as much as they do from silence, and a powerful emotional moment can be equally improved with music or with silence. Nor are all moments of silence the same. Absolute silence does not exist in nature. There's almost always a background hum from the wind or a tiny fan whirring inside and 
electronic device. Silence is not an absence of song, it is the presence of meaning. It should be noted that there are forms of communication which don't need the use of words, but more than that, it conveys a suitably wordless message that silence has its own subtle yet resonant vocabulary. In conclusion, attributable silence is a very important part in any conversation like this one, and therefore, often, it conveys more significant and profound meaning than words. We may even know the real thought and concern of the other one in this meaningful silence, so to speak. It is very economic. It is a method for people to know more and deeper in the process of interpreting the silence in culture, contextualized in ISBN 978-976-9650671.